Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC, stay cheating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full hey, charge power hour. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. I'm Matt Fulcheron. Uh, if you didn't come see me in Calgary this week, you missed your chance. This place is disgusting. The condo's disgusting. That's my main complaint. I mean, the shows are horrible, but... I mean, at least they're sanitary. This condo hasn't been cleaned in weeks. There's that thing on the toilet... You know, and, and warning, this, this episode is going to be disgusting, but that's not my fault. It's just what I'm going through right now. The back of the toilet, it's got that goddamn, you know, I, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, Jesus. You hear that? And the, the, half the house is Airbnb'd. So there's just nuttiness, insanity, parties, people speaking French. Uh, but the back of the toilet, you know what I'm talking about. Like right behind the uh, the rim. <laughs> it's kind of brown and little fragments of toilet paper. You know what I'm talking about. That like, Let's just start there. And then everything is just filthy. The rugs are filthy. The tables are filthy. I'm rewashing all the silverware. I feel like I, it's like the Sopranos and I'm hiding out from the five families. I mean, it's just horrible. Um, and it's, it's just time. I've tried to make this road career work. It's, a, it's over. Time to get that day job. And don't, don't get depressed. There'll still be a podcast. There'll still be comedy. I'll still be doing good shows on the road. Uh, probably just, oh, Jesus Christ in heaven. Are you kidding me? Who Airbnbs a place and then just rearranges the thing? Um, hopefully they can't hear me. Well, then again, who gives a fuck, right? What am I so scared of? I thought about, I really, really thought about just splitting, just leaving, leaving them high and dry. But, uh, I don't know. I don't get the balls because I need the money. As shitty as the money is, I need it. Uh, so I'm just kind of stuck, even though it's just like, I might as well just, I just want to do it anyways. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. It'd be, it'd be worth it. But then it's like that thing in The Graduate. Like, I know how I know how it would be. I'd book the ticket. And, like, I'd be like, yeah! And then when the thing tomorrow rolled around, I'd be like, what am I doing? And I'd probably just stay. And then I would have wasted, like, 250 300 bucks. Um, American. Uh I don't know. Kevin Shea just texted me. You you are you in LA? Kevin uh Kevin types like a what do you call it? Like a teenage girl. Like it's the lowercase R, lowercase U. Are you in LA? This is like this is like no vowels whatsoever, except for the A. Um, is this interesting to anybody? I think it's just a man babbling in a basement in Calgary, Alberta. Um so I got five more days to go, seven more shows to do, and if the shows were anything last night, 
like last night, I'm going to, oh, man, I'm in a bad place right now, folks. And then I don't work for two months after this. This is a disaster of a life I'm living. Um, I always make, always make enough money to survive. I don't know how I do it, but I always do. And uh, I'll have nothing on the calendar, and then boom. Like I already worked one week and rented my place out out of the blue. I don't know. I'll have more updates. This is going to be a daily check-in with the full charge power hour. I'm just going to check in every day and tell you how it's going. Hopefully there's going to be like a really cool ending to this. Like in the movies, like I'll just be like, I fucking let them high and dry. Fuck them. Uh, But I'm probably going to puss out and just do the week. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll check back. It'll be a second for you. It'll be about 24 hours for me, but I'll talk to you soon. Hey, y'all, I'm back. Day, day three in Calgary, Alberta. Last night was kind of fun. I have to admit it. The show was pretty good. And um, the bartender who was a dick last year is totally cool this year. We had a good time hanging out. I met a lot of cool people. The MC is this 21-year-old skateboarder kid who's just it's great. I mean, he must think I'm an old man, but it's so much fun hanging out with the fucking skaters, bruh. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm sorry I'm not that talkative. You know, that's why I always have guests on. That's why I always have Craig. That's why I have Eric. Uh, I'm more of a sidekick. We need to find a host of this show, right? Change the name. I've tried to give it to Craig and Wendell. They don't want it. Um, Wendell don't have the equipment. I don't have the equipment. How am I supposed to do it? I'll fucking give you the equipment. Well, well I, don't, I don't really have time. I'm too busy sitting on my ass fighting with my neighbors, bringing crowbars into the neighbor's driveway. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I'll have some more for you. Hang in there. I know this is herky-jerky. I know this is crazy. I don't know when we're going to get back to normal. This podcast is just as uh, turbulent as my life. And I, I, um, I salute the 14 and thank the 1,400 people that are still listening to this bullshit. Hopefully you're getting something out of it. Um, hopefully we'll make an hour out of this, but I'm at about eight minutes right now. I don't know what to tell you. All right. There's still four more days in Calgary. There's still four more days until this podcast comes out. Hopefully something uh, I'll have something to talk about. Then again, hopefully I won't. I want this week to go without incident. I want every show to be good. I don't want to get in any kind of confrontations. That's how I live my life. Scared. All right, y'all. I'll check in with you tomorrow. Captain's log. Full charge log, star date, March 16th, 2018. Uh... It's the fourth day in Calgary, and last night was a lot of fun. Some guys came that were totally obnoxious in the showroom, which I enjoyed, to be honest with you. Not that I encourage you to do that if you come see me, but it was a small show, and it kept it going. I feel bad even saying this because I feel like people will be like, I knew it. I knew being an asshole. The comedians love it. We normally don't, but I was just so bored. I enjoyed going back and forth with this idiot. And then he came up to me afterwards. He's like, come outside with me. And I'm like, no, that is all right. I'm going to be chilling here. And he's like, no, come outside with me, man. And I wouldn't do it. And then eventually he's like, come on, we're going to do some rails, bro. 
I'm like, what? He wanted me to do some cocaine with him. I'm like, no way, dude. No way. Am I, no way am I doing that. And uh, I don't know what he was thinking. It's going to go outside to his car or like go outside outside. Wouldn't that shit just blow away? I don't know. I can't believe someone gets jacked up on cocaine and then goes to see some comic they never heard of. In, in a, there was like 20 people in the room. And then for the first time in my life, I actually had a club owner come up to me and kind of tell me what's what or try to tell me. I said something about how there weren't that many Asians in the room. He was like, there's plenty of Asians in the room. Plenty. You, you were wrong about that. I'm like, you know what, man? I knew I was wrong about that. Fuck, I had to make a snap decision up there. Fuck off. Leave me alone. What about the other 44 minutes and 38 seconds that I did things right? You fuck. And not only that, his cell phone, the manager, the owner, his cell phone was going off in the middle of my set. I think I have tape of it. I'm going to try to play it right now after this little segment. Um, yeah, I got two, I got three more days here. I can't wait to go to New York, see my lady. Oh, can't wait to get out of this, man. Um, but I'm having way more fun than I did last time. Everybody's, everybody's like writing me online, including a friend of mine who, uh, Who's done this club? He's like, "What are you doing back there?" I, I prom, I'm promising myself, I'm never coming back here. Never, never, ever, 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 never, 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 never coming back here. All right, is that cultural appropriation? What I just did? Yes, I've been doing it for decades. Sorry. Um. All right. Hopefully, I have a clip for you right here. I'll check in with you guys tomorrow. No, I'm fine. <laughs> No way, you don't want to sure, try the first table walks out with a fucking table of Asians. I said, we don't, we don't have any Asians here. I know. You saw them? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, of good, course. I made, know what I'm doing, Jack. But you made Trust fun me. of them anyways. Of course. That's the main thing. And point. they were cool with it. I didn't really make fun of them. If you look at the transcripts, okay. I didn't say anything negative about the Asians. But you said they're not here, <laughs> so. It's fine. It's I all good. Said, I, it's no, all good. I got it on tape. I did not say that exactly. Oh, I said, I didn't see that many. Not the same thing. Okay. No, fuck if you don't fucking go rip it. They were laughing, man. Everybody's laughing. Fuck if you rip into one, okay? You think I care? No, I don't. Yo, and the only reason I was in the fucking bar is because Billy was here. My phone rang. I never allow a phone call to go away. But it happened on Tuesday too, didn't it? I know. Didn't it? Yes. So that's two out of three days. So what? What does that mean? You're gonna kick my ass out of here? Is that what you're saying? No, it means you should turn your ringer off. I'm the one that's trying to fucking enforce the fucking rules, right? Okay, all right. Let's all let's all just let's all just relax. It was fun. It was I fun. I don't care. You don't care. It's all good. Of course, I don't care. Right, right, right. You think I care? I'm not sure. Day five in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, last night was a trip. The second show was a lot of fun. The first show was a lot of work. To get people into me. It took a while. There was this one table who the guy is right to my right. And he just, you know, he's ordering his drink for like a minute or two 
with the server, which, okay, that's your right, but it's all I can goddamn hear. There's so much commotion going on. And um, as soon as the whole table gets to drinks, they all clink and everything. I actually had to stop, which I don't even do most of the time. And I was like, you guys celebrating something? <laughs> you know, it was that out of hand. Not the end of the world. Not even close. But afterwards, uh, me and the other two comics are sitting there. And my boy Jake, this 21-year-old kid, uh, he's emceeing. And I was just telling him on the way over about my, uh, my friends. It's not, you know, this is someone I look up to. Uh, Bobby Slayton. I worked with him many times, and the first time I worked with him in Miami, we're sitting there talking at the bar, and some guy comes up to him and goes, Mr. Slayton, can I buy you a drink? And he goes, not now. I'm talking to this young upstart, and we're talking about comedy. And while the guy's still there, he goes, never let anyone buy you a drink. They want to talk to you all fucking night long. And I was, And then later on that week, somebody bought me a drink, and they just started in asking me how much money I made. Asking me, like, can you really do this for a living? And the conversation totally changed as soon as they bought me the drink. And it turned into, like, they were insulting me and, and trying to make me upset. And then Bobby saw me and he goes, what, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? I go, ah, this lady, she just would not let up on me. And he's like, she bought you a drink? I go, uh, I go yeah. He's like, what the fuck did I just tell you? And I'll never forget that. That's why I don't let people buy me drinks. Um, the club gives them to you for free anyways. And people's attitude change. Any woman will tell you this. As soon as somebody buys you a drink, they think they own you. No, thank you. So I just told Jake about this. And we're sitting there waiting to go on for the second show. And the guy comes up to us and he goes, you guys were good. You guys were good. And I knew what he was doing too, giving us the you guys were good. Not great. Not excellent. Not I was impressed. It's the type of... You guys, you know, you did about as well as I could have do, I think. But, you know, I'm a funny guy. Like that, he just wasn't giving it up that much. And then he goes, can I buy you guys a drink? And I go, no, we get them for free. He's like, come on, you don't want to buy a drink? He goes, you don't want a drink? I'm like, no. Then, dude goes, you know, I own three car dealerships. And uh, I really know how to read people for a living. Would you guys like some criticism? And I said, oh, no, no, thank you. And he goes, you, you don't want any criticism? I go, oh, no, I don't, I don't want any criticism at all. No, thank you. And he goes, you guys don't want to get better? And I go, no, man. Um, I, I didn't even say no, man, like that. I was, I was very respectful. I was just like, no, I, don't, I wouldn't like that at all. And he was just like, all right, fine. He turns around. And I was like, it was nice to meet you. And he was just like, you, you don't even know my name. And I was like, I never heard that idea before. I guess he has a point. It's you're not meeting somebody unless you exchange names. Nah, maybe, maybe that's a, a technicality. And I said, "Well, it was nice to say hello to you." And he just goes, "This guy doesn't even like me," and he took off. <laughs> and it was just really glorious because this dude. It was exactly as I was telling Jake. This guy wanted to buy us a drink. We didn't get the drink from him. So then he goes to do the bought you a drink speech anyways. But there was nothing keeping him there. Because he didn't buy us a drink, so he just had to turn around and leave. I couldn't believe he actually left, and I couldn't believe he didn't throw a little grenade as he left. Like, you guys fucking suck. I could have taught you how to do comedy. But he just walked off like his feelings were hurt. And um, I just can't believe that it worked out. 
I can't believe I got away unscathed from that guy. Because I got a whole nother show to do. He could easily just completely wreck my self-esteem. But I don't know. Everything I did was right. I was just, I was completely honest with the guy about what I wanted. And he was, I'll give it to him. I'll give him this much. He respected what I asked of him. So that was crazy. Never let anyone buy you a drink. Doesn't matter if you're a comedian. If you're not a comedian, don't let them. They, they, that's like renting you for like a half an hour. They're going to be shitty. So just buy your own drinks and don't get criticized. That's the lesson for today. Uh, and then I had this. Can you guys hear that shit? So this condo is rented out. Half of it, more than half of it is rented out to an Airbnb. And there's like an entire family here. And the kids are just running around, raising fucking hell. Old Maddie's trying to sleep. You know? But you got to wake up when the family wakes up. It's fucking awful. I'm never fucking coming back to this shithole ever again. Mark my goddamn words. This time I mean it. Last time I wasn't going to come back. And then on the way to the, uh, the airport, the owner like kissed my ass so much. He's telling me how funny I was. And I was just like, you know what? I'm coming back. But this is too much, man. Six days. The place is a shithole. Check out my Instagram if you want to see how dirty the toilet is. Um, fuck this place. Fuck this place. Fuck this place. The owner is so funny, man. He thinks he knows everything. Uh, And he gets pissed off real easy. Like last night I had this running joke going where I was just going to get this one table spaghetti and meatballs. Just a dumb little thing to keep things going between jokes. And uh, the owner comes in and I go, hey, Jack, you going to get this table spaghetti and meatballs? And he looks at me like I just insulted his whole family, his wife, his kids. He looks at me like I told him I'd like to go fuck over. He just gets super. He's got like no sense of humor at all. I guess he had to be there. But it was just so goddamn funny. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And if you want to hear even more mundane details in my life. You hear that shit? You fucking hear that shit? I, told, I actually told Jack, too. I go, I go uh, the place is haunted, man. I'm like, I saw a ghost in the condo. He's like, you did? You did? He was like, <laughs> he believed me. Which means he believes in ghosts. Um, Which I would too if someone told me, hey, there is no Airbnb, buddy. You're hearing a family that was killed in 1942. Um, Anyway. Do I even really want to tell this story? I don't know what to tell for podcasts anymore. You guys seem interested in anything. I went to KFC. I ordered a three-piece. The motherfucker gave me a thigh and two legs. See? Hold on. You hear all that shit? Do you guys hear what the fuck is going on? I got about 30 more hours till I'm out of this fucking nightmare. I can't wait to go to New York City, see my girlfriend, see the city, see all the comics, get the hell out of Siberia. Uh, Kirk out, baby. Kirk out. You hear that? You fucking hear that. All day long. All day long. Just nonsense. Ugh. Get me out of this hell. Thanks for listening to the Full Charge Power Hour. Make sure you donate at thefullcharge.com. Yeah. Can't wait to go back to the States. America, baby.